Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast here on Anchor.fm with me, Chanel Patrice Hancock here in Akron, Ohio. Man, oh my goodness, there's so much snow coming down around here, it's unreal. Last week we got three feet of snow, we're supposed to get another foot of snow between tonight and tomorrow, I mean it's crazy. But it's January weather for you here in Great O Ohio. And um, you know, I know that I usually do these episodes once a week, but you know, I decided to do one episode and then I decided to take some time to think about what I wanted to talk about. I just didn't want to give you any old episode. So today uh, I'm gonna to be talking about, you know, trolls and you know, people who like to criticize you know, people who are trying to learn a language, you know, and um, I just want to thank everybody for continuing to listen, review, rate the podcast. We're almost at 22.5K listeners. I only have Idaho and Wyoming left to go as far as states for the U.S., and I have like 68 more countries left to go, and then I'll have all 195 countries you know, and I'm hoping that can happen before, you know, my four-year anniversary, which is May 3rd. Uh, I can't believe I'd be on the air that long. But, um, you know, I want to say thank you, you guys, for all the support. And um, over the past three and a half, going on four years, who would have ever thought that I would have, you know, done something like this for four years, um, 257 episodes. You know, so thank you. Thank you to Spotify. Thank you to Anchor. Thank you to everyone who's listening, new people and old who have been listening since day one. Thank you so much. And now let's get to the episode, shall we? Um, You know, I mean, I'm going to be honest. It's kind of hard to believe, but it seems to me that people are you know, hating on people, you know, and being very critical of, you know, how many languages people speak. What level are they at? Are they true language learners? Are they frauds? You know, I mean, okay, so you don't get up to a C2 in one year, or you don't get up to an A2 in six months. I mean, who cares? It's your journey, you know, And at the end of the day, you have to be happy with whatever it is that you're doing for you. I definitely understand what that's like, being African-American, being visually impaired. You know, people are going to criticize because my accent might not be right, or I might not know this many words or phrases yet, or the way that I learn languages. I mean, I actually had someone a while back, while I was on Clubhouse, no less, you know, say I should just stick to teaching English all because I used a different method in order to teach languages to someone. And I said, well, not everyone learns the same way, you know, just because somebody's a part of a particular community, such as the blind community is a prime example, for which I am. I might be a part of that community, but I'm not totally blind, I'm partial. So I do have some vision in my left eye, and I've always been a large print reader all my life. Up until I was about 32 years old, and I'm now 44. So I use a lot more audio, more so now than ever. And, 
you know, okay, that's fine with me. I learned by ear, you know, but at the same time, if I use Michelle Thomas or Innovative Language or the Memorize app or YouTube or I listen to music, listen to an audio book, whatever it is that I do, that's how I learn. And not everybody learns the same way, but when you start grouping people together, you start watching their videos, you start criticizing their techniques. You don't know how long they've been learning that language for, you know, and sometimes, you know, we put all this pressure on ourselves to succeed like our favorite polyglots out there. You know, I'm not, I'm not Lindy. I'm not Kirsten Cable or Shannon Kennedy or Richard Simka or Ollie Richards or Vladimir Scoltetti or Luca Lapriello, for example. I'm none of these people. I know these people, but I'm not them. I'm just Chanel. And that's okay with me. <laughs> but for a lot of people out there, it's like we're in this community and people are one up in each other and people are just being very critical because they're not doing it the same way that the other person is. Or, you know, it's just like very sad to watch. It, you know, given the time that we're living in, you would think that learning a language would be something that would be a positive thing for a lot of people. And, you know, I'm going to be honest, it is very hard to remember, oh, I'm doing this for me. I'm not doing this for millions or billions of people. I'm just doing this for Chanel. So if all I want to do is order food from a restaurant in Japanese, or if I just want to have a small conversation and I don't get past A1, fine. But getting to doing an A1 course or completing an A1 course, that's a lot of information. That's about 500 words right there, almost a thousand. And that's a lot for somebody that's never learned a language such as Japanese before. So in order for you to be able to just say hello, goodbye, good afternoon, how are you? I'm fine, thank you, nice to meet you, have a nice day, see you later. That's a big deal. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. It's like, okay, people can hate on you all they want to, but they really don't know you. They don't know your process. They don't know how long it's taking you to get to where you need to be with that language. I mean, just to be able to say the things I just mentioned off in English, and English is my first language, by the way, um, for a foreigner, that would be hard, you know, for some people. You know, you have to count into consideration. People have jobs. People have families. People have, um, you know, you might get sick. Okay, let's say you wind up getting the flu or COVID or laryngitis or bronchitis or something. Well, that's going to take time off from your study habits. So it might be one, two, three, four weeks. Well, okay, let's say you spend, you say, I'm going to get to a C1 by the end of this year in Japanese. Well, that means you would have to put so much time every single day into it, speaking it, reviewing the stuff that you learned before, you know, and I mean, it's just not like, okay, I'm going to just go through this like clockwork and it's just all going to just manifest itself up into my head. And I'm going to be able to speak like gangbusters. Uh, no, 
That's not really how it works. You have to review and keep reviewing and keep reviewing and keep reviewing until it's locked in your head. Like, like you can say it like off the back of your hand. You know, you have invisible ink and it appears when you need it to. And, you know, just like the room requirement in Harry Potter books, it will appear when you need it to. And you'll be able to use it. Well, in order for that to happen, you have to put the work in. Which means, yes, your worst enemy is you. (laughs) And my worst enemy is me. Because I put a lot of pressure on myself to succeed. Now, who am I doing this for? I have to say myself. Or am I really doing it just to say I did it? Because if you just say I'm doing it just to say... I'm doing it for somebody else. Well, that's not motivation enough to really be able to achieve greatness in your own right in regards to speaking. I mean, some people, they just want to read. So that's what they do. Some people, they just want to write. That's what they do. Some people, they want to listen and speak. So they do it. But you just have to continue to be motivated for the reasons for which you wanted to learn the language in the first place. Yes, you're going to have people criticize you, you know, and okay, if they go and criticize you, that's their loss, not yours. You know, sometimes I enjoy people saying I can't do something because you know what? That gives me the motivation to keep going because they don't know me. They don't know my process. And so therefore, why should I allow their opinion which means absolutely nothing to me, or so I think, to affect me. Well, let's just say we're all human beings. I'm a human being. I'm not perfect. But, I mean, I've talked to plenty of people where I've lost my mojo. I can't get back on my horse. I'm depressed. I haven't made it to B2 yet in the six months. Well, um... (laughs) that's okay. Why do you think you need to be a B2 in six months anyway? You know, who are you doing it for? You have to ask yourself that. Why are you learning this language or these series of languages? Um, Are you doing it to get married? Are you doing it because you're moving to another country? You're going to school in another country. You're going to be working in another country. Those are legitimate reasons to be able to speed up your learning process. But if those aren't why you need to learn it for, and you're just doing it because you love the culture, the people, you can take as much time as you want to. You know, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I've tried, I've tried to, um, I would say, speed learn a language. And I, and I did. I, I, I learned like, the basics of Cantonese in six weeks, you know, and if I went back, I would be able to remember a lot of it because, you know, I would have reviewed it and and a lot of it would have stuck in my head. But right now I'm not thinking about speaking Cantonese. So it's not that big of a deal to me, but for somebody else, that might be the end all or be all of their existence because they put all their energy and their time into learning this language for six weeks and they expect, you know, a miracle to happen. Well, if you do a little bit every day, if you go back and review the same lessons throughout the week, you, you practice speaking it. Yes, if you have a goal like I did, 
My goal was to be able to order my food in Cantonese over the phone, give my name, telephone number, address, and, and say what I wanted to eat in Cantonese. I succeeded after six weeks. Why? Because that was a goal I had. I just started off with something so small and significant. And some people feel like you need to be able to talk about religion and politics and the environment and animal rights all in six weeks. Well, um, that might not happen. You might want to choose a topic like ordering some food, like being able to introduce yourself to somebody and your relatives in six weeks. That's something that you can do. Because it's something that's micro, not macro. And so, for me, when I see people on YouTube trashing other people, I mean, it just boils my blood. And then when you respond, you know, let's say in my case, I have some technology issues. So sometimes I might have typos because I'm dictating my stuff using um, voiceover and Siri dictation feature on my iPhone 11 Pro. Well, because I'm doing this, guess what happens to me? Oh, um, well, I, um, I pretty much get criticized because they think English isn't my first language. And then when I say it is, and I'm a native speaker, well, you should be perfect. Who said I should be perfect? You? You don't even know me. But then when I give another explanation as to why I'm having difficulties, then they claim that I'm being, you know, I'm very bitter or angry. And I was like, well, evidently it's this, um, you know, notion that if you're African-American and you express yourself in a passionate way that you're angry. And that's not even true. So, um, you know, I just solved that problem. I responded back in a kind manner, and then I just block them. Someone have to read their egregious um, responses to my uh, post. And I started to see that these same people were doing this to other people too. And I just reported them to YouTube. Now, I don't know what came of it, but I mean, that was a way that... I did something positive. I let them know in a kind way that, you know, this was my response. I'm sticking to it. And that, you know, if you don't like what I have to say, skim over it and keep it rolling. Well, that didn't actually, you know, work for them. They just thought that, oh, they can just be a cyber bully. And I just blocked them and said, okay, next. But then I started watching on YouTube, you know, people's videos. I mean, because I'm finding other polyglots and YouTube content creators. And some of their stuff I find to be awesome. And some of it is just, you know, okay, this is for entertainment purposes. You know, I'm starting to realize that with certain people. I might not agree with everything, but um, I you know, enjoy just watching different people because the language learning community is growing at an exponential rate. And so I was just 
you know, happy to see that. However, when you start criticizing how many languages someone speaks, how proficient are they at speaking those languages? How fluent does the language come out of their mouth when they're speaking it? Like, what I mean by that is fluent doesn't mean how much of the language you can speak. It's how well you can speak the language in regards to its flow when coming out in a verbal manner. Proficiency is how much of it do you know? How much of it have you retained? How many words and phrases do you know and that you can use comfortably? That's what that means. And so therefore, at the end of the day, you're going to have people that's going to hate because they didn't put as much work into the language or languages. I remember reading something on somebody else's post saying they were getting made fun of because they were learning like 15 languages. I was like, so what? So if you want to learn 15 languages, go ahead. You know, I mean, now I've learned two at one time. That's not a big deal. But at the same time, there were two different languages. And, you know, I, it wasn't, you know, I mean, I was native in one language and non-native in another. But, I mean, that wasn't hard. It really wasn't. And I was focused, you know, and I did well in both languages. However, my problem that I have is I feel like the enjoyment of language learning is getting sucked out because everybody's trying to compare, you know, themselves to other people. And, you know, I mean, if anyone's going to hate, you're going to hate on yourself the most because you feel like you're not living up to the expectation that you set. Oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be able to speak this by this time. Well, that's great. I mean, I've been known to say that. And then I wound up like tinkering off of the teeter-totter and not getting back on. Um, because something else came up or I was distracted or life got in the way. And a lot of times life got in the way. And, you know, I mean, we're dealing with, you know, the situation with the pandemic worldwide and people are passing away from all kinds of things, just not COVID-19. And it, it, it can be a very sad time for a lot of people. And you would think language learning or picking up a new hobby or a new trade would be something positive that people can do. However, I have seen it's helped people, but then I've seen people tinker off because, you know, they were just depressed. You know, and then it didn't help that they didn't feel like they had the right support system and the right network of people. And I mean, I'm going to be honest, I've had to leave people's groups because I felt that way. You know, I really did feel that way. Like, I felt like I've, this, even though this was language learning group and I was a part of it for a while, I did not feel like I belonged there anymore. You know, I got what I can get out of it and that was it. But... There was no hard feelings or lost feelings about it. I just quietly left and called it a day. But at the same time, you know, sometimes you have to leave um, certain groups and you have to either connect with, with other people that are, 
the same as you or you know find a different tribe to to mesh with and that and that's fine that is totally fine you can do that you know sometimes you can over listen to someone's podcast show or or be in an environment for a while and just realize okay I need a different change of scenery you know, and that's, that's fine. You can do that. Just like, okay, I need to take a break for a language or I need to like lessen the level to which I want to achieve in six months. If I just want to get, finish all of A1 going into A2 in eight months. Okay, fine. You can do that. But just take your time with it and enjoy it. Don't allow other people to, you know, Get on your last nerve because guess what? All they are doing is they're at a screen with a keyboard and they're just typing just because they want a reaction. That's what they want. They want some attention. And if you wind up giving them the attention, whether it's positive or negative, um, you know, they'll feed off of that. And then if they think they got your goat, then they're going to continue feeding off of that. And it's not going to help you any. So a lot of times you just have to like block people. You have to report them if they sound abusive. And if you need to talk to somebody, you know, I'm not a professional psychiatrist or psychologist or a doctor here. I just want to put that disclaimer out here. You know, there are places where you can talk. Because honestly, the, the language learning community can be a very positive place, but you do have your trolls. You do have your people that just want attention. You do have people that want to try to discredit people that have been doing this for years and years and years and years and years, you know, all because they want to be famous. And, you know, a lot of people aren't about that. They're about helping people and uplifting people. And if certain people can't understand that, then I don't know what to tell you. It's that, you know, that's their loss. And your gain is to be able to learn the language or languages of your choice. Regardless of how many languages that may be, don't allow anybody to ruin your thunder. You know, just keep your head high and keep doing what you're doing. You know, because at the end of the day, you want to be the best speaker or reader or writer or listener that you possibly can. And... It shouldn't matter what other haters or trolls think. I mean, you know, and once again, they're just doing it because they want some form of clickbait. They want to make their channels or podcasts or whatever seem better, you know. And and after a while, all that trolling, all that hating on people is going to subside to the point where nobody's going to be paying attention to them anyway. And, I mean, all you can do is be the best you you can be. Just like I'm the best me I can be. And that's what matters, you know? Just remember why you you love languages and you like being a part of this community. Trust me, you will find people that you click with, you know? And just don't let them get you down. That's the best advice I can give. Because I deal with this every day myself. I knew I deal with it. I mean, I've, I've met people where, you know, I'm like, Wow, that was an interesting person. I wouldn't have ever thought that or this. But, you know, I mean, you don't know what's going on in someone's life either. 
And I definitely can understand that, but that still doesn't give anybody the right to troll you, to harass you, whether it's written format, whether it's voicemail, whether it's stalking. No one has any right to do that. And if they are, report them. Because, you know, at the end of the day, if you don't do that, nothing will ever get done. And it doesn't matter if it's Facebook or TikTok or YouTube or Clubhouse or Instagram or uh, Twitter. You know, you can report abuse. You know, and I would just say good luck with your language learning this year. And just take it one step at a time and enjoy the process. Because it's a journey, not a race. It really is. You know, you're going to have haters. I mean, hell, there's people on on freaking YouTube that like to troll really good friends of mine and, and do videos. And, and they have to be reported because it's very disturbing what they do. And it's like you can't, you know, comment on anything because they don't want to hear the comments or whatever, you know, but it's okay for them to just, you know, abuse the system, I would say. I mean, and I, I found it to be quite disturbing because they picked out people that I cared about. Very much, and uh, that I'm friends with, very much, and and I I, you know, but I mean I'm gonna be honest, you're gonna have people that you know are doing this for entertainment value, so they can get more people, more ratings, you know, and, and you're gonna just have people that, that that hate, and I think some of it's because they they hate themselves for not putting in the time to learn the languages that they want to learn. Instead of focusing on trying to to troll somebody or harass somebody, they can use that energy for good and try to make their own language learning journey the best it can be. And then show everybody what they accomplished as a result of it. But to just bash people and bully people and troll them and and just knock them down with written words or verbally is just wrong. You know, we're in the middle of a very, very tense situation right now. And we need more positive than negative. You know, because we're not, we are not um, promised to be here forever. I, I mean, I'm going to be honest, since this pandemic, you know, almost a million people have passed away in the U.S. in, in t- almost two years. That's unheard of. You know, and I just, honestly, I find language learning and cooking and motivational speaking to be, you know, something that I really love and I'm passionate about. And if I can... Get people to see the positive again in the light, you know, because life is just too short. I mean, I just lost a family friend to an illness this weekend, and they were in their 60s. You know, I won't say which one, what illness, but it just, it was just sad. You know, I've known this person since I was a child, so I was very saddened here. That they passed away. But I mean. You know. 
I'm grateful to still be here and, and put out these shows. And I'm, you know, I'm grateful to be able to see my friends like Lindy and Luca and Richard and them, you know, put out their, 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 their YouTube, um, channels and episodes weekly and you know I mean it just gives me hope and 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 gratitude that they're around to be able to you know share the love for language learning I mean there's so many others that do it too those three were just off the top of my head real quick but you know I just want to thank everybody for listening today you know because Honestly, I haven't put out an episode in a couple of weeks since the second. And I was trying to think about what I wanted to talk about. And this is something that I really wanted to talk about because I, I was watching Richard Simcut talk about, um, you know, this topic in a way um, today. And, you know, I just want to see more people thrive in the community, you know, and please Follow, share, rate, review at all places where podcasts are downloaded. Um, you know, and if anyone wants to be a guest on the show, please let me know through um, Instant Messenger, Chanel Patrice Hancock or Anchor.fm in a voicemail message um, telling me that you want to be on the show and tell me a little bit about your story and I'll be able to set up a time. Um, so, you know, thank you, everybody. Muchas gracias a todos en la lengua comunidad aquí en los Estados Unidos y el mundo. Spice of Bashaya Sam, Zatmira y Stis Na Shesha. Matachiwa no tamadachiwa. Arigato jamata sayonara. Coco di. Akron di. Soste. America di. Soste. Nihono di. I will see you guys in the next episode of Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast. And remember, language learning is a journey, not a race. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the podcast. Bye. Paka paka. Sim.